Hello there, it is Gareth here, and welcome to this episode 42 of the podcast. And this is the first podcast of spring. There you go. Did you realise as of 9.27 in the a.m. last Saturday morning, we have entered springtime. That was the spring equinox, 9.27 on Saturday morning. And we're now into this time of year, which I think, I have to say, it's it's a, I love springtime. I mean, I love all the seasons, don't get me wrong. But there's something about springtime which is different to any other season. Um uh, from my perspective, anyway, I want to kind of I'll explain why. When you go from kind of summer um, to autumn, you know, there's a change, and that change kind of happens in a lot of cases quite subtly. It gets a bit cooler. You start to notice things about nature, like the trees dropping the leaves and stuff. And once we get into autumn, we're kind of looking ahead to things like the autumnal things, like if you think about you know, Halloween, um, bonfire night, and then on to Christmas, and then to the winter. The thing when you go into spring is, we're in a position in, in in winter, most of us, where we've got we've had enough of the long, dark nights, you know, and the cold weather. So when spring comes along, there's this massive optimism of freshness, newness, and this idea that things change quickly because they do change quickly in spring. It's, it's one of the most changeable seasons because you go from it being quite cold one day into almost instantly it becomes warmer. And that's kind of happened this year. Well, certainly here in, in Wakefield, um, we were out walking on, on the equinox and when it, when it turned at 9.27am actually, I was at the top of a place called West Nab. I know I was there because I've, I've gone back and checked this. On me. Oh, this is I do this sometimes. And I thought, let me check my route. How far was it? Right, okay, we set off at quarter to nine. So, you know, going 45 minutes, we did two miles. And that. So, yeah, to, I'd have been on the top of West Nab when the equinox came. I wasn't aware of it. I didn't realise it was the equinox till I'd... I, ch- I checked something on Sunday and it, it kind of came into my thought. I thought, when's the, when does spring start? Because I thought, is it 22nd? No, it was then. It was um, it was the twenty first, and it was the Saturday, and it nine twenty seven a.m. Anyway, so I, although I was there when the equinox ticked over, I didn't realise it well. But looking back, it was a great day, and it was it was very warm out there for the first time when we went walking on Saturday. The weather was really really nice, and spring brings that. One minute you think, oh, it's long, dark, horrible nights. Next minute you're into this. Everything's getting lighter. The trees are starting to bud up, and there's a there's a kind of different energy around spring, which is something I really love. The other reason I like spring is it's a, a real chance to, if you choose it to be, your life can mirror the seasons. I'm going to explain this a bit because I try to mirror my life to the seasons, which can sound a bit woo woo and a bit daft. Let me tell you what I mean by that. A few years ago, I started a, pro- a program called The Four Seasons, and this was done by a friend of mine um, and my coach at the time, David Taylor. And David had a program called The Four Seasons, and how it worked is once, at the st- as close to the equinox as we could get it, so early part of spring, it would always be after it, not before it. So every time, as, as early as we could in that season, we would go out and we would spend some time. The the program was kind of run outside and inside, so you, you'd do some activities outside, then we'd go inside and discuss what we'd done. But it was a chance for us to understand how the seasons worked, some of the kind of traditions of the seasons. Um, the program as well mentioned stories of the season because in, in the UK there's a lot of stories around the seasons that maybe you don't understand. I mean, here in um, 
this part of the world. If you, if you, you might, I don't know if it's everywhere. I do know it's in this area of Yorkshire. There's a symbol called the Green Man. And the Green Man, you'll see him on churches. Um, so if you're in other parts of England, you might see this elsewhere. And it's like a figure of a, of a bearded man. Um, and it's chiselling to church as a picture. It's called the Green Man. And the Green Man is something that, you know, the stories about the Green Man and different times of year and different traditions we've had over the kind of centuries that, that, that some of which are st- we still follow through on. You know, if you think about Maypoles, you know, we, we're going to be, we're in March, we'll be April shortly, May, Maypole dancing. You know, you know, we, we have them at different times of year as well. If you think about when we go through things like autumn and we have the Harvest Festival, there's different seasons bring different things, different stories. So this Four Seasons was a way of celebrating that and understanding it and then recognising within your own life how the seasons work. So I always think that when I'm coming into springtime, it's a chance I give myself just to sit down and think, okay, you know, you're three or four months into the um, to the year now. How's it going, Gareth? You know, how's it going, Booty? What's uh, what's happened so far? And then it gives you a chance to look at fresh starts, rebirth, newness. So I've been mindful of this really for a couple of weeks. So some of the stuff like with this podcast, how I changed the format of it slightly, became a bit more conversationally. This came from me reviewing where I was at and what I wanted to do in the in the, the, the upcoming season, uh, spring, which is now here. So I use this time of year to think, what can I bring in now? What's the focus for this season? I do this every month, by the way. Um, so every month there's a focus on something for me. But I also have within that focus, uh, monthly focus, I, I have a bigger focus, which is what's in the season. So this springtime for me has been set aside to do more, to start things that are new, now, I didn't do this last year. I did something completely different last um, last springtime. And last spring was more of a physical activity. I was doing more running last springtime. But this year, it's about learning new things. So what I've been doing in the last week or so in preparation for this is starting to read more. I've been I've developed a habit of reading. So I've been reading some great books. If you listen to my podcast uh, a couple of episodes ago, you'll have heard me talking about Atomic Habits. Well, I read that. Um, I'm on to another book now. Um I'm not going to mention what it is because at the moment this book, I'm going to keep going through it because uh, I have to say, I think there's something in this, but I want to make sure there's something in it before I unleash it um, on on you lot. So this is a chance to do something new. So I've decided that this springtime is going to be about education and learning for me and hopefully education learning outside. Because one thing I want to try doing is taking my book outside and reading it outside or doing some of the work I'm doing in the study and the writing I'm doing outside. So it's about being outside, being more mobile. So tomorrow, actually, I'm, I'm off to potentially do another podcast. I'm meeting up with somebody who I'm going to be introduced to by a friend. In fact, that John comes into this again. John seems to mention, he's get mentioned every one of my episodes. The episode I'm going to be doing for next week will have John on it and another guest. So there should be three of us. I've never done that. I've not done that for a while. So that's interesting, but part of what I'm trying to do in this this period of springtime is to be going out more. Now, we're still very much in lockdown, so I'm limited to where I can go, which is why I'm only been able to go to a couple of towns down to see this guy. But what I'm looking at doing is preparing for when we do come out of lockdown, because it's looking like now, you know, things are dropping with this, um, this COVID. It would seem like the numbers are dropping down, so it, it would not be unreasonable to think that, you know, in a few weeks' time, we will be able to travel further. 
And maybe even from next Monday, we'll be able to travel more and spend more time outside with other people, which I think will be great. Um, I, am, I know a couple of people that are in walking groups and they're just absolutely itching to get going with this. Um, another friend of mine, Phil Lee, and I, I've been a bit of Phil Lee's been on the podcast as well as Phil. Phil has a, a walking um, business. He, he takes people out and doing trips. You know, and he's just eager to get back out. You know, it's like a caged animal. Um, so there's a lot of things that I think are going to op- open up in the next few weeks. And I want to embrace that alongside education. So I tend to use the start of the spring, the new season, to have like a, fl- a theme for that. And I think it's something you should look at doing. I really do think it's powerful. You know, if you ask someone who listens to these and you, you, know, you listen to them because you'd like to change something and you're interested in self-improvement, picking a theme for a season is, is really a smart move because it just gives you the ability then to think within that theme of the month. So what then does each, well, theme of the season, should I say, what does each month look like? So my kind of theme for um, the whole of spring is going to be education, newness. And my theme for this month, um, where we're in March, has been more reading. And I'm going to extend that into April because I've got more stuff to read. So all it was is, and this isn't like it's become my complete focus. It's just I made the decision at the start of March, I will start to read a little bit more. And because I'd read that book, Atomic Habits, I set the habit up for it to be easy. So one tip that the guy gives about doing this is that if you're going to, if you want to read every night before you go to bed, what might be a good idea is to leave the book near your bed. Or he he actually says you should put it on your pillar. And I tried doing this. So I started leaving my Kindle on my bedside table. I've even left my book on my bed. And actually that made it much easier to pick the book up and have a read. And even if I was tired and I could only read a few pages, I still read. And I've read every night now for quite some time to the point it's now become habitual. Um, I'm looking forward to reading another chapter of uh, this interesting book I'm reading, which I'm not going to tell you about. I'm I'm interested in that tonight because the the, the kind of, as with every book, you know, there's a lot of padding in these. And I'm kind of two thirds of the way through now. So it's getting into the kind of interesting bit. So I'm excited about that. So that's what my month has been about in March. It'll be about in April. But the season itself, the whole of, of, of summer, sorry, spring, is about education. So pick yourself something. Pick a theme for it. And it doesn't have to be something too specific. It can just be a theme. You can say, oh, I want this, this, this season to be about health. I want this theme to be about contribution. It could be, I want this, uh, this, the theme of this season to be about connection. And then, so that's kind of, if you like, the the overall theme of it. Then you can get specific. So, okay, mine wants to be about education. Well, that starts off with reading. Um, it will move, I think, into probably April, be more about doing something that's more tangible, a course. So something where maybe I'm interacting with people. I'll tell you more about that in other episodes. So spring is upon us. It's a good time for you to get something put in place. And then mirror that. So just like I was saying with the four seasons, learning to mirror what goes on in the seasons. So if it is something about growth and newness, that's what this is about. So pick something, a theme that mirrors that. So this would be a great time for you to maybe get into a habit of walking. My walking's coming back. Um, And I stopped walking. I didn't walk and run as much in winter this year as I did the previous years. Pretty much January, I was out walking all the time. You'll have known that if you've listened to me podcasts or read me blogs. I was doing this Pennine Way Challenge. But then February, March, I'm not done as much for reasons that I wanted to just test something. I was testing something around me, me, me weight, actually. I'm developing a kind of a weight loss program, and I wanted to see whether a lot of the reasons I keep my weight 
on point is because is it because I exercise it because of what I eat and I needed to prove it's because of what I eat rather than what the exercise so that's why I've not done as much anyway but I'm back to that now so I'm back to getting into that so starting Monday this week I've made the decision that every day I'm getting out to do some form of um, physical exercise. There'll be no days off in um, in March, and there'll certainly be no days off in April. Oh, sorry, there's going to be no days off this week. There'll be no days off in April. So use this time to to, to do something new. Mirror the seasons. It's fresh start, new beginnings. Right? What can you? What can your fresh start, your new beginning, be? Because you won't get this chance again until next year when it comes round to New Year, maybe. Because once you get into spring, that's a very very different energy. And there's something about spring which is about abundance and, and and enjoying the abundance of something. But if you think about it, it mirrors what we do in um, in nature. Spring is when we tend to plant new things. Things start to grow in the garden. We start to put things in. Why? Because we're going to harvest them back in the spring. No, back in the summer, possibly, but definitely autumn. So, like now, that's the that's the that's the pattern of nature, isn't it? You put something in the ground that grows through the, the winter. It shows itself in spring. It grows to full abundance in summer. And then autumn, we harvest it. And that's how it should be with stuff you're doing in your life. So you could set yourself a little goal now. And you're starting now in, in the springtime. You'll be able to work it, freshness, newness in spring. Work on the abundance of it and push it through, through the, the summer months. Then autumn, you'll reap the benefits of that. That's why if you are somebody who's looking to get into shape physically, this is a good point to start. You start now and it might be tough because it'll be small, little like little shoots of a tree. Little little things will grow, things will get better, you'll get improve yourself a little bit. You'll then see that really rocket when you get to summertime, because that's when we when everything really rockets. Nature, everything rockets, and then you'll be able to see the real benefits of that come autumn and winter time. So anyway, springtime, long story short. Good chance for you to try something new, try something fresh. I really do encourage you to have a go at doing something. Pick a theme for the season and then break that down into each month. How does that translate into the monthly activity or the monthly focus and the goal based on the theme for the season? Anyway, that was that. I'll tell you what I'm going to talk about as well today. And I don't often talk about things that are slightly um, controversial, but I feel I need to. I'm going to talk about this COVID jab Um I don't share my political views very often with people that I don't know very well. And I generally would not have this conversation with people I didn't know particularly well. But, you know, hey, you've been listening for a while now. We're good friends. The reason I want to mention it is I'm starting to see something which is concerning me. And it's this. Clearly, the vaccine is being rolled out. And it would appear that the vaccine has got a lot of benefits and, you know, the, the reason maybe everything's dropping and the number of deaths, hospitalizations, and serious illnesses are dropping around COVID is because of that. It's certainly not harming it, clearly, and it's clearly having it making a difference. But this is something that, that there is a choice. You are given an invitation to take the vaccine, which you can or can decide to either accept or decline. What I'm starting to notice, especially on my social media, and it's not just on mine, if I go on things like Twitter and see other people talking, I see on Facebook, but it's starting to happen on Twitter and things like that, is people are falling into two very, very different categories. One, that that, that we want the vaccine, and then the anti-vaxxers. And it's clear that there's going to come some 
um, stick for people that choose not to have the vaccine. It's almost like what the people that agree with it are saying is, if you don't have this vaccine, you're selfish, you're dangerous, you know, you don't care about other people. And I think the tone of this is a concern to me. Um, I am 50, so as of, I think as of this week, you know, my um, invitation to get a vaccine might come. Um, and I, I'm not going to let you know either way the decision I make because th- that's I don't believe that's important to anybody other than myself. And don't get me wrong, I'm not one that, you know, I'm not sat here trying to be controversial or contrary. I'm saying what we need to consider is whatever side of the fence you sit on, let's have a bit of consideration for other people's choices. If there was proof that people who didn't take the vaccine were causing people a great deal of harm by not having it, I could understand why these people have the argument. But at the moment, it just feels like another thing that we've chosen to fall out about. We've had it with Brexit. You know, we've had it, although it wasn't our country, we had the thing in America with Donald Trump, Joe Biden. People had an opportunity to fall out and cause trouble in between. Same thing happening with this. There are people out there talking about conspiracy theories. There are people talking there about how, you know, this is a way of the government taking away our power and creating this kind of, I don't know, political state. All these things could be true. At the moment, what I'm more concerned about is that we have this situation again where we have got something that people are completely polarised on and all they're doing is one side is throwing arguments at the other backward and forward like they were throwing a tennis ball across a tennis court net. And this is the issue we face, I believe, right now. A big issue we face is we can no longer have conversations that may that may be useful because there's too much arguing of, and people won't change the, the viewpoint. Nobody who believes in vaccine is going to agree with the person not having it. The people that don't want to have it and don't agree with it are not going to agree with the people that are having it. So all you're doing is creating this bullshit argument that has got no way of being resolved. The reason I mention it is it's clear that the that something is happening with COVID now. It's, it feels very much to me like it's it's coming to a logical conclusion. Will there be a, an, another wave in this country? It would appear there's not going to be. I can't, we can't say there'll not be another illness, another va- another strain of this come out, which doesn't work with the vaccine and everybody's sick again. But as it currently stands, we're moving out of this. And I think we're ready for this now. I know I am. I'm, I'm tired of the lockdown, I've, I have to say. But once we come out of this, we're going to have to learn to, to, to almost function again as, as a community. We've not done that for a while. We've not met people. We've not actually been around a lot of people. The reason I am saying this is I don't like the tone people are using. And even some people that I know that are class as friends are using a tone which I think that's not correct. You know, don't you be starting saying that should be, could be. You know, you should be doing this. You need to do that. You need no person to tell somebody what they should be or need to be doing. You can suggest something. You can share your opinion if you feel you must. But please don't start vilifying people because they make a choice which they can make to do something or not do something. Don't kick them to death because of it. We need to start to get back to being able to have better conversations. It's something I'm really... I'm working on at the moment. I say working on. I'm starting to see that if we can create these spaces where we can have better conversations, we can come up with better solutions. Because right now there are some problems we're going to face. Once we're out of lockdown, and that'll be a great thing, we can all start going out again, spend more time with people, we can go out and about 
shopping and, and all the stuff we used to do, that's great. But we're also going to be faced with some big challenges. You know, what is the high street going to look like? You know, are we going to have the same shops, restaurants, bars and facilities to go back to? This is all questionable. We don't know. Will the jobs that you, you were on furlough from and you're working from home from now, when you go back to them, will they be the same? Will you enjoy them the same? Will your bosses have decided that maybe we don't need you to be in the office and you'll have to work from home permanently? Or maybe they'll decide you don't want to work at all. So what I'm saying is there's going to be a lot of things coming up that are challenging. Some businesses, especially those involved with things like um, leisure and, and entertainment, you know, they're going to have to open up and how, how's that going to look? So we're going to have a lot of challenging things ahead and we're not going to get through these if we start to deal with everything like we've dealt with or are we currently dealing with that you should have or you should not have the vaccine situation. We need more structured, managed and sensible conversations, not arguments. I'm sure, like everybody else, we've spent more time online through lockdown because we've not been out doing stuff. And the one thing I've constantly started to notice is how many things, on, especially on Facebook, in fact, I can only say Facebook because it's the one I, I use most, how many times people put something on there, especially if, if they're selling a product or it's a, a sponsored ad, how many comments underneath are, are audible? You know, they're not, they're just unnecessary. If you don't like what the bloke's selling or the woman's selling, then just a little button at the side say, this is not relevant to me. You press that, you won't see that advertisement again. And yet people say, why am I seeing this advertisement? Why is this being shown on my timeline? Well, hang on a minute here. The person saying that, did you not understand how Facebook works? They pay people or people pay them. They charge people money to show their adverts to people. That's how they get paid. That's why Facebook is worth billions. You are the person that reads the advert. So you are the product. They're selling your eyeballs. So the reason you're being shown is because that's what Facebook do. Don't criticise the guy trying to use the, the bit of advertising that Facebook are offering to, to get to reach people. All you've got to do is not get involved. Say you don't want to see the advert, move on. Yet they'll spend time and get into long conversations. And there's one guy, I'm going to mention this because I, I had a bit of an issue with this fella. I won't mention his name, um, but he's, a, he, he's selling information and a course on how to run Amazon. I have to say he's probably one of the poorest communicators I've ever heard. He, his videos are rubbish. Um, he's got a very unfortunate look about him. And he asked, he's challenged with a couple of kind of um, features which are very easy to pick on. So all I'll say about him is he's got a very peculiar look, which is very easy to, if you wanted to, pick on. And some people have done, and they've gone on about how he looks. And it's just childish. You think, pack this in. And this is the problem. We can't have a sensible conversation. We feel like we've got to say something which can be hurtful and can be nasty. So once we come out of lockdown, you know what I'm trying to say is, we need to see, well, we're going to have some issues. We're only going to solve the issues by having better conversations. The other thing I think is going to be really challenging for us is actually being around people again. The reason this is late today, this podcast getting up, is because I have been into town with Sue. And we tend to walk a little circuit. We go round the little park where we live and then round the outskirts of Wakefield through Wakefield Town Centre. And then we end up at Sainsbury's where we always tend to go and we, we picked up a loaf of bread. A little bit of sourdough to go with our vegetable soup this evening. Very tasty it will be too. But while we were walking through town, we went past the cathedral. And if if you don't know Wakefield, there's a, there's a beautiful cathedral in Wakefield. It's a massive thing. And it, it's kind of like the central point of the town centre. And it's beautiful. And round the side of it, there's benches and there's like a walkway. And it's like 
basically down the main street in Wakefield, where the where the shops used to be. They've in the last few years they've opened up another shopping centre, so it's not quite central, but it's still very popular. And we've been through that over the last twelve months many times. We've walked a lot of evenings, so we've gone through there hundreds of times in the last twelve months. Today was the first time in that 12-month period I've walked through there and it was actually busy with people. I don't know where they'd come from today. Every bench was sat on. There were kids on skateboards. There were people going past on bikes. There were people sat walking or sat down. There were people walking about. It was proper busy. And I realised I'd not experienced that for months now and it felt weird. It felt a little bit claustrophobic. I'm thinking, hang on a minute here. I don't really like all these people. I've got used to my city. My city, who am I? You know, all of a sudden it's mine. Um, but, you know, my city, I mean, I've, because it felt like it was just ours. Because we've walked around there on evenings through lockdown when literally there was nobody around. And especially in the first lockdown, there weren't even cars. There was nothing. Absolutely, it was like a ghost town. And I got used to that experience. And I got used to experiencing the city that way. So today, when it was really busy, it felt peculiar and not that... It was strange, that's all I can say. And, I'm, you know, the energy wasn't right. There was just a different energy, which I wasn't used to, and it took a bit of getting used to. I thought, yeah, I can see. I can see this is going to be a challenge when we do come out of lockdown properly. So if I felt that, you know, if other people are feeling that, you know, we've got to be careful when we come out of lockdown. There's not a lot more kind of incidents in public where people, you know, like... You know, all of a sudden, people bumping into you again. That doesn't happen anymore when you're social distancing. But when all that goes away, we've got to learn and we've got to um, get back into living that way because we've forgotten how to do it. We spent 12 months living and behaving and acting in a way which was completely alien to us when it started, but we got used to it. Now, going back to normal, we'll feel alien. So I'm saying this so you can, you can prepare yourself for this because I guarantee... When you start to go back to doing the stuff you thought was normal, it won't feel normal anymore. And that's a good thing, and also it can be a bad thing. And the good thing is, it gives you a chance to think, well, what do I want to bring back? What don't I want to bring back? You know, what things I used to do before all this that I'm not bothered about bringing back? I mean, one of the things I don't think I'm going to be doing a lot of is um, a lot of eating out. We used to eat out a lot, didn't we, and so I'm not sure we'll go back to doing that. Um... One is, I think, financially, we realised that we spend a lot of money on it. But I think the other thing was, we realised we actually enjoy eating at home. I'm not saying we'll never go out. It is nice to go out occasionally. But I think we were doing too much of it. The one thing we have done a lot of, I've just mentioned it, is we've done a lot of walking through lockdown through the city on an evening. I think we'll keep that practice. It's a good chance for you to look at the things that you did through lockdown, what worked for you, what you want to keep, the things you stop doing that you don't want to bring back. It's a really good opportunity. So as well as, and I know this, I'm, I'm yet to kind of hear what Boris Johnson is going to say next Monday, what the, the next roadmap will be, but I feel fairly certain that some shops will start to open. There'll be some kind of normality um, shown. Um, things will start to open a little bit. So be aware of that. How are you going to feel going back into these situations? might feel a bit funny. So be prepared for it. Because if you're prepared for it, sometimes that makes it a lot easier. So I've mentioned spring, mentioned the lockdown, mentioned that thing about the virus. Please don't be don't be going on and having a go at folk if they choose to have or not have the vaccine. It's their choice. Remember that, please, because we have to realise, as human beings, we don't have a right to be poking our fingers in people's face and telling them how to behave. You know, if you people do that to you, you wouldn't like it. So just behave it. If you are one of them people that likes to say bullshit things on people's um, 
Facebook stuff and wants to tell people that your way is the only way. You need to get out of that idea. It's not good at all. Like you need to be flexible and open to change. If you're not open to change, don't have the conversation. Right, so that's box that off. Let me mention last Saturday's walk. Um, so once again, we um, we were walking with Rianne. So I know Rianne listens to this, so hello, Rianne. Um, and we had a great walk. Um, like I said, I didn't realise it was the first day of spring. Otherwise, I'd have, I'd, have done, I'd have done something to mark the occasion. Don't know what it would have been. Um, maybe they'd taken daffodils with us. We'd have had daffodils in us walking, clipped to our backpacks. Um, but we didn't know it was, but it was the first day of spring. And lovely walk. We were back to Meltham. Um, and just to be up there again... Uh, in conditions that felt spring light was nice. It was the first time for a lot of weeks we've walked where it hasn't been either wet or icy underfoot. Because although it's been, uh, it's, in some cases it hasn't been raining we've been walking, it's always been wet. So we just had a walk around there. And it was a really nice walk. We One thing we did this week was a bit different, is we um, we didn't go as quick. The pace was a bit slower. And and I, I just got the sense, certainly from, from my perspective, I just didn't want to rush. I wanted to enjoy the experience of being outside. And, and this is in line with what I'm learning at the moment. I'm, I'm, I'm educating myself around habits and also not just the habits, but why we do what we do. And maybe we can do things slightly differently because maybe we're doing them for the wrong reasons. So I used to go out and think, how quick can I get from A to B? How quick can I complete the course we're walking? And I realized I might be missing some opportunities there. I think it's nice to do it occasionally like that. But every now and again, it's also nice just to go at a more leisurely pace and just enjoy it more and be in it more so kind of the 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 aim for the walk on saturday was just to be outside and sort of soak up the energy of, of that kind of spring-like day as opposed to get from Rianne's house back to Rianne's house as fast as possible so we did come out of um Rianne's place went up to um west nab which is where it did turn to, to the Equinox, although we didn't know it. From West Nab, we went down towards a place called Marsden, and then we came up to a, a reservoir called Deer Hill. And then we, we did something, which is went off the beaten track. And instead of kind of following the track, which is relatively easy to follow up there, it's quite a good track, actually. And we went through some fields and saw some different areas, and they were like heather, covered in heather. So it sounds silly. We had to walk... A, a little bit of a shorter distance to do this, but it was harder because we're having to kind of walk knee deep through heather and like you got to be careful, you're not twitching ankle and shit like that. But just to be out in that stuff and try something new was nice, just to explore where there was no path. So make your own path. And I think I'm going to do more of this. It was, it felt really nice. It felt like more of like an adventure because literally there was nobody there. You know, I mean, the path we follow normally is quiet. But the fact this was not even a path meant, you know, we were very unlikely to, to pass anybody unless they were lost or doing what we were doing. Maybe they were trying um, going on routes that were no, making their own routes, but we didn't pass anybody. But it felt good to be out. Um, I have to say, anybody that wants to get into some kind of exercise, one thing I have to say, I mean, I, as well as kind of walk around on the weekend, I, I do some mentoring with Rianne. And to watch her come on this last 12 months with her walking has been a, a joy. Uh, and she's strong now, you know, she's going up hills um, and, and matching um, me and Sue, which I remember when I first started walking, how tough it was. And when you start to progress and you do the work and you do the miles, eventually it gets easier. So I know a couple of other, other of my chums that have taken up walking recently. Listen, if it feels tough, don't worry. It felt tough for Rianne. She'll, she'll, she'll admit that herself. I will get Rihanna on here again very shortly and do a podcast with her. 
So if you are listening around, remind me, we'll do a podcast as next available opportunity. Because um, I, I, I want to talk to her about a journey walk. Because it has been, for me, it's been a, a joy to watch her go from being a, a newbie walker who struggled going at literally anything that wasn't flat into now that's galloping up hills. Um, so, so it was nice to be out doing that and, and seeing all that. And I have to say, we probably did, I think we did about 10 miles, 10 and a half miles. We didn't do a lot of miles anyway, that's what I'm saying. We didn't do as normal 13 or 15. But we were out We were out quite a while because we just slowed it down. I had a couple more breaks than we normally have. Sat down, had a little pot of tea. And uh, hot cross buns, they're the uh, order of the day now when we're walking. Hot cross bun, a buttered hot cross bun, a cup of Earl Grey, um, and a chit-chat at different points throughout, and, and just a lovely day. So once again, I say this every time I mention me walking, if you are not going out, if you are not spending some time in nature, you are missing a trick. You want to get out there and try it, especially now. I could argue through winter, you don't have the gear, maybe it's not for you, and it's adverse conditions, and you might be a bit scared of the slippy, slidey, icy stuff. I get all that. So you, I'll give you the fact that probably... The last two or three months, you may have had an excuse not to go out because of the weather conditions, but they're changing. You've got no excuse now. Decent pair of trainers or some decent shoes, and you can walk around the odd area. I guarantee it. And you should do, because it's the one thing, looking back in the last 12 months, it's the one thing that's given me um, a lot of joy, really helped with my health and fitness. It's certainly helped with people like Rianne. She's come on so much with it. She's a different person now. She's become a walker. And, you know... The bottom line is, for me, I know this is true. It's kept me, it's kept me sane. I don't know how anybody's coped. I really, really don't know how anybody's coped with staying in the house for all that time. And I know, I, I actually know some people who almost boast of the fact, oh, you know, I've not left the house through lockdown. Well, why not? You could have walked around your streets. You could have walked around your area. You'll have a green space somewhere near. You've got to get outside. Like I say, I'm going to say every time I mention a walk, I will say this to you: get your ass out, put some shoes on, get out there and do some miles. You will come back. You will always feel better. It will do you no harm at all. And once you get into it, I'm telling you, you know the world's your lobster kind of thing. Because once you really get embraced walking and it becomes a thing, you know, just being outside. You'll 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 almost look forward to it every week. It's never. I remember a time I didn't because it was tough. But once you get into it, oh goodness me! So anyway, the walk this weekend, Meltham again. I don't know if we're walking this weekend. I haven't decided yet, but maybe doing something a bit different this weekend with this walking. I'll tell you about that next week. So there you go. That was the week that was. Really, really enjoying this education. I have to say. Um, learning and reading and looking forward to a couple of courses and programs i'm following that are coming up um i'm really enjoying it i feel like i'm back at school to some degree and, and i'm and this time i'm actually almost back at school through choice rather than when you were at school it felt like it were it were forced it's a wonderful thing i think going back as somebody older back into trying to educate yourself because i think you have more patience to work through the, the stuff whether it's reading a book or it, what, what following a program but also i think sometimes because it's out of choice, you've also got an added added bit of motivation to do it. And by doing it in certain ways, breaking it down, creating a simple system and a habit around it, it's amazing what you can get done. You know, I, I wouldn't have believed I could have read as many books in this last 12 months as I had or I have. Um, I've got another one coming tomorrow as well. Um, so I'm, I'm really enjoying that. So it's something, like I say, it's a new start, new season. I'd give it a go, you know. Just pick some something you want to do in this spring, come up with a kind of a, a theme for the a theme for the, the season and, and make it something that's going to make you better. Well, let's say, you know, why can't you do something that's maybe 
you know, about educating yourself with something you um, you didn't know? And um, what about maybe taking on a new? Let's have a think what you could do. Do you know what I think it'd be a good time to do at springtime? Wouldn't it be a good time for you to get into your garden if you've never been a gardener? Because I don't know about you. I know some people with lovely, lovely gardens. Mine wasn't always that case because in a lot of times Sue did the gardening and I were never bothered about it, couldn't be asked. And then last year, I took on the decision last year to do more in the garden. So I did more with the hedges. I made the grass a bit nice. I started to do more with the beds and that and where the plants are and did the hut up and stuff. So you can pick something, anything, but use this time to do that. But I tell you, educating yourself on something in this in this time would be great as well. So you've got so much you could do. You've no excuse not to do nothing. You know, even if you're a very busy person, you can find some time. Because the one thing that I've always believed is it's not about doing one thing, a big thing, every now and again. It's about doing little bits every single day. <sighs> anyway, there you go. So that's pretty much the week that was. I hope you've enjoyed this. Um, because I think I might have an interesting one for you next week. Um, I don't think I've mentioned this on this podcast, but um, what can I say? Um, I have mentioned it at the time. Maybe. Did I mention the beginning? Anyway, if I haven't mentioned the beginning, um, I'm looking to maybe do a podcast with somebody tomorrow. There could be a, a podcast with three of us on um, bouncing next week. And if I get it recorded tomorrow, it'll definitely be there for three o'clock next week. But it's now five to five. So by the time I get this up, it should be about quarter past five. So thanks for listening. That's episode 42 over. Any questions, let me know. Garethboot.com. Um, and I check that website out because um, there's something new. And I did mention last week I was going to mention what the new thing is. But the new thing isn't really just to mention to you yet. But if you look at my website, you'll get an idea of what it might be. Um, that's all I'll say about it. So if you have any questions, what I'm saying is go on there, garethboot.com. Drop me a, um, a, a on the contact me bit. Drop me a question, anything you want to say, or even anything you want me to talk about. Um, do that, and um, I'll um, I'll be back in touch with you. I'm rambling now. I always know it's time to bugger off when I'm rambling. So thanks for listening. Until next podcast, you lot take care.